aware. The algorithm beware. Okay, we are we are streaming. No, no, we're not. We're doing a recording. Oh my god, that's how much recording I've done during the uh, the pandemic, which uh, we're almost out of. I mean, depending on when you get your vaccine. I mean, I got mine a couple months ago because I work in a a cage in the medical field called a pharmacy within a uh, giant corporation. If you've heard of them, called Kroger. They like to run ads with uh, very odd cartoonish looking Wallace and Gromit hack characters that kind of jump up and down and are excited to clip coupons that save you about 25 cents or maybe even 50 cents. And these people are jumping up for joy for the quarters that they are saving. So then the next day they can give them to whatever corporations overcharging them for whatever service they uh, absolutely need in order to live. So, um, the Moderna vaccine, great. Feeling good. I didn't really get any side effects, sore arm, whatever. God, how long has it been, guys? A year since a lot of you have even talked to me. Basically ghosted the comedy community after uh, it all went down in last March. Did a lot of self-reflection. I think I've only released like two other videos. Uh, and not not for like that I didn't want to release videos. Um, I really was mostly in part of what is i know this sounds cliche but what is my voice you know i mean i had a lot of self-reflection in uh in quarantine i found family way more important than i i you know you always say family's you know important but then you know suddenly all these distractions and stuff that you were doing are, are taken away and then you're like oh I, I've maybe been ignoring my relationship more than I thought I was. I thought I was doing a great job, but I was just like, maybe I hadn't been there as much as I should have been. Because I was at comedy every single night, and uh, Aaron and I work on basically uh, the same schedule. So when I'm off work, she's off work, and then I'm at comedy when I get off work after I, at the time, was running on the treadmill, but stopped that because having electrical airs at the apartment so i couldn't really run and that uh i think that affected me mentally and uh obviously physically but you know i think I, there was a stress release from doing the exercise thing so maybe rogan's not completely wrong on how exercise is important and that they should actually promote it way more than mcdonald's ads and that stuff god you know I just, I don't know, I don't know how important a voice is, I think that's a big problem for me now, is I actually don't know um, how important having a voice in the world is. I don't know how much you can actually affect change anymore because of just, I know people don't really follow politics, and I think that's probably smart, I think it probably makes you mentally healthier, but you know... <laughs> One day they just come in and they're, they're just like, or you can't post one day because, you know, you you don't have a, a certain check mark and dialogue is only for the check marks. And you're like, when did they pass that? And you're like, you haven't been following politics. Uh, everyone's getting removed. And, you know, if you have like a progressive platform that actually holds, you know, the values of the people, then you basically get removed from the Internet if you critique like Biden or basically any of his cronies. 
maybe not crony system, that's an unfair word, but um, the system is rigged. It's a corporate coup. Um, I don't care what outlet disagrees. I'm sure if this video got released, they would say like, oh, he's a Russian asset, white supremacist person. And I'd be like, man, I really wish we could talk about policy here, guys. Is anyone following me? Is anyone following me how crazy the fucking world is? I think another reason why I haven't done it is because um, I think Aaron's doing like basically work at home and I like to do podcasting, you know, when it's just me. Is that selfish? Is that too selfish? I just want to be able to talk openly in a room and know that I'm not going to like interrupt it because I guess that would like annoy me, I guess. I don't know. Probably shouldn't be annoyed. Probably should just be more welcoming of any kind of, I don't know. Pod, it, this podcast isn't that important. It's just, uh, I wanted to make one, you know, because you got to have your, you got to curve out your, your little corner on the internet. You do. And uh, I think it's now more important than ever. I used to think, I was like, yeah, as long as you have one of those platforms, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, which is my, my favorite, actually. Uh, I don't know who's still on Parler, if, that, if they even exist still. I do know that the machine came for Parler because it was going to interrupt the business model of so many of the three, four companies that we have that are doing social. A lot of people don't even know about Parler. The only thing they know is like, oh, it's for right-wing extremists and Trump supporters. It's like, okay, well, they probably need a place to talk to. <laughs> even if you disagree with uh, some of the insanity on that side of it. But you got to let people talk, man, especially if it's like, you know... What do they get attacked for? Like they had like violence, acts of violence being called. Dude, if you've been on any of these platforms, there's acts of violence going down all the time. All the time. I even think the guy, the CEO of Parler even went on to, I think, was it Megyn Kelly's podcast where she also interviewed Glenn Greenwald, a personal hero of mine in journalism. And I uh, forget the name of the CEO of Parler, but he was basically like, yeah, dude, we asked, you know, Facebook, Twitter, or one of those companies for their their algorithm to derank or remove violent videos and they didn't give it to them so they were unable to do the request because they simply didn't have the technology because no one would lease it to them and then amazon went a step further and uh, removed their servers so they're like they couldn't even they got killed in the app store they got removed from there and then they also got removed basically from the internet because of Amazon. Uh, and I think that kind of stuff is unbelievably terrifying. And uh, I don't care if your name is like, you know, if you're as famous as Dave Chappelle. I mean, what what change are you going to ever do if you can't do the simplest thing of just being able to be like, yeah, all this shit's pretty fucked up. Although Chappelle does do a good um, stance on politics. Um, I mean, I do love that he lives in Ohio. I think that actually make probably, it's better than just a, you know, another super famous person, I think in LA or New York or something like that. I like it when people go and live somewhere where they want to go live. You know, I think some people maybe feel trapped in certain cities. I mean, I certainly feel trapped in Phoenix, but you know, I also don't mind, uh, you know, Arizona all that much. So that's why I'm sure it's hot summers, but you know, what can you do? It's better than and unbelievably cold winters, I, I believe, in New York. Um, but then again, you get to experience the season. So, you know, it's a lot of win-lows. But ultimately, uh, you're probably going to be 
not, you know, you're probably ultimately not going to have enough money to live wherever you're at because corporations have just siphoned so much goddamn dollars. It's kind of almost embarrassing to talk about at this point. I know I'm one to talk. I mean, during the one year hiatus from comedy, I became a homeowner with my very dear fiance. And that's, it's, oh boy, do we get lucky. I mean, just got really, really lucky. I mean, we didn't have to get into a bid war because we had the real estate agent represent both sides because if once you get into that bid war, then you no longer have enough money to bid unless you are ultimately super, super rich. And I still think, I believe, we're still at what they would consider poverty line. But, you know, um, you put, you save your whole lives, you put 10% down. I mean, then you guess you can, you can keep a house, right? But my God, I, I got to rethink my career. I'm going to be leaving pharmacy um, this year. Because uh, I, I never want to touch healthcare again. And what they've done to pharmacists is probably a war crime, <laughs> I feel like. Um, I mean, they basically gave our pharmacy the Moderna vaccine and didn't increase our hours uh, and didn't, like, you know, a lot of people have quit. They didn't give us any extra staff, any extra pharmacy. So we have a pharmacist that's basically already behind before the vaccine rollout and now they're also like oh so can you give up the vaccine and we're not going to give you any extra staff whatsoever and it's like okay that i don't know if anyone here knows how many phone calls we get about this shit but it's kind of unprecedented i mean it's decreased now since so many more people have it but we were one of the first stores to, to get it and uh oh yeah by the way the only reason i got it was because somebody canceled because some 85 year old person uh, probably died and like that left one of the the slots open so you know rest in peace uh doris you know thank you or whoever your name was can't really give out real names you know hipaa so i just got to make them up when people pass away though does that break hipaa law i mean because you have you know they can't come after me anymore right so can i talk about people that have passed away or is that still Probably shouldn't do it just out of like, you know, not, it seems like an honorable thing to do is just, you know, not talk about that at all, even if they pass away. But what if it brings in an insight to the world? Who knows? Also, these are, um, you know, Grogu pajamas, you know, from the Mandalorian. Love them. Got it. You have to own some kind of baby Yoda merch. Otherwise, people will think that you don't watch good television. I do actually really love the Mandalorian, though. It's pretty good. I think I like Succession just a, a, an inch more because um, I never got into Entourage because I thought it was just, I don't know, stupid as fuck, even though I, I know a couple of friends really did enjoy it, and that's fine. I, and if you get your enta entertainment, you find anything entertaining, I'm past that, like, pretentious point of being like, oh, yeah, I love that. It's like, do you feel like anything that entertains you? I say go for it. I mean, I just think it's important when there's, like, you know, people that really basically gruel over. Is it gruel over? Toy, is it toil is probably a better word. Toil over. Uh, their projects. I mean, like, I mean, just a few to name, like Tarantino and 
Wes Anderson and the Wajowski uh, sisters. Those, I mean, when you're in that kind of company, they really do try to nail a certain tone, and ex especially Wes Anderson. I mean, the, or Jackson Public, Doc Hammer, Venture Brothers. I mean, what they make, I think, is something that takes... I don't know if I would have the patience to make anything like that, although maybe if you have the resources and the people involved, I mean, maybe then you can kind of justify it if you're getting really like a salary off of a project. But, I mean, I can't imagine making some of that, like like how Matt and Trey made the pilot for South Park with all the cardboard cutouts. I don't know if I'd have the patience to do all of that, but I mean... If you do, I mean, sometimes there's a mega payout if you're willing to put in the time on something, right? The Matt and Trey are just, that's kind of like, that's kind of a hero's tale in a, in a, in a real big way because they were able to just go in there, basically mock all of culture across the board fairly and just no prisoners. And then they got so good at comedy that they stepped into the real arts like Broadway and then even properly mocked it and then even included that in the show itself. Basically saying, you know, it's all bullshit and if you're good enough, you can still kind of be like, it's still all bullshit too. But it's fun. Look at this dance move. Whoa. Little twirls and stuff. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know what my new act's going to be. Uh, for comedy. I mean, I want to do comedy again I, or stand-up again because I love it so much, but um, I really want something to change in politics within the United States because um, I think it's really bad right now. And I, I, I just, I don't think me personally would have an impact if whether or not or I did or didn't perform because, you know, I don't have any eyeballs. I don't have any, like, fans coming to shows uh well i mean you know you know, you can get family and stuff and select a few friends but i mean there's no like you know no cult following i'm no uh you know no bill burr or tim dylan or anybody like that uh i'm just a an open mic fucking comic you know but uh i i just when you follow, I don't know, I just really feel like I never really followed politics, like really followed it until like the last year when I started watching like Rising News with Cigar and Judy and Crystal uh, on Hill TV on YouTube. I just hit play all on their playlists uh, basically every weekday and just kind of get a good fast download of information. And it's di it's different than like the Jimmy Dore show, I believe, because I've listened to that too or or how people tackle it on, on – um, on Rogan, I, I think they just they go that extra journalistic step because they're both journalists. And uh, with Crystal, I think she was on MSNBC, and uh, at one point, uh, and Cigar and GD was like a White House correspondent, I think, or a press room. For I mean, you can correct me, but uh, I mean, they just they've always been into politics their whole lives, and I think that's what allows them to go like an extra layer into what they are talking about because they understand it so much it's like how rogan can go an extra layer into stand-up because he actively does it all the time but he might not so much be a journalist but he kind of knows where like where there's less bullshit being said and i think that's why he has such a respectable platform is because he kind of like gives everybody a voice and he's really more curious than like 
anything else. Like, curiosity is the number one thing that his show to me is about. I always want to know who the people are that flip out and want to cancel him. Like, who they really are. I really want to know, like, who those people are. Like, and what, like, incentives they have. Because I really don't think anybody actually cares so much about some of these issues. Or they blow them really, really out of proportion. I just saw something about how, you know, Barkley, Charles Barkley, Arizona native, played for the Suns, almost brought back a championship, but I think the Bulls got in the way. You know, the the, the one with Jordan on it. Although I could be wrong. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that I have great basketball knowledge. But where was I? Barkley? Oh, yeah, he just basically was just like, yeah, you know, I think black folks, white folks, I think they all are really great people, honestly. And I just think it's politicians that are just constantly trying to divide and just accumulate more power. And I was just like, I hope everybody sees this video. Because <laughs> that's all I want to talk about my act. I just want to, like, go up on stage and be like, listen, I, I don't, I'm not calling for violence. I'm just trying to be funny. But, like, can we, let's start the chant. Kill the rich. Kill the rich. I think I'll probably, that's how I'll probably I'll open next time I perform. It just seems like fun. And when I, t I say rich, I mean, like, the ultra rich, you know? Talking about billionaires that influence legislation, Koch brothers, Raytheon people. Mira Tandon, who didn't get the nomination, thank God. But I recently had a birthday. Um, you can watch that two and a half hour stream on Twitch. You can basically uh, it's just, you know, I actually see the appeal of Twitch streaming after, you know, do, you know, streaming Among Us in like a lot like multiplayer game like when you have the multiplayer games it's like you're like live streaming a conversation but you're also playing games at the same time and everyone can see what's going on and uh there really is something uh really cool about that and i like doing it. it's fun relaxing i know some people that play among us get stressed out because they have to you know lie but it's like it's a game and it's just fun to do Although I feel like I lose it Among Us quite a bit. I mean, or maybe I'm like 50-50. It's hard. It's hard. I usually get caught in the three-way. I'm always just like, ah, and I can't talk myself out of it. People are too skilled. I gotta buy that. I had a light saved, you know, because I've been researching, uh, you know, streaming lights. And my, my buddy Adam gave me what, a, what an awesome birthday gift. Gave me gave me a C note to uh, to buy to buy the lights, uh, buddy. I owe you. I owe you for for your birthday. So you name something that you want, uh, I'll grab it for you, man. I just got I just got to pull the trigger on some of these lights that I've been looking at. Like I don't know if I want to go to just like good lighting, like you know lighting that's like uh, I don't know if I want like the like you know option to, for ha having colored light you know to make the stream sexy you know because you got to have some sex appeal man that's this is what the business is all about or you just have to have like an, an incredible personality and be on the right side of things but when you mix the two oh baby fortune shall come your way probably i don't know more and more, uh, the the world I believed in crumbles a little bit more every day, and I realize how important family is. So, 
That's basically what I've learned is uh, the death of celebrity. I mean, clearly. I mean, like, the mo the people that we treasured the most or the people that were, you know, considered the best actors and with lots of prestige. I mean, I think so many of those people are now most famous for, like, a Nissan commercial or uh, or I've seen Will Arnett do, like, Snickers bars. <laughs> Which, I mean, by the way, get your money, son. Get it in and get in good. But... I think once you're, like, beyond, like, $15 million, I'm just, like, why do you need to now keep selling, like, bagels or whatever you're doing online? I just think it's, there's, like, to me, like, past 15 is, like, a little greedy, I guess. I mean, that's just arbitrary. I don't know what, I mean, listen, LA's expensive. I get how $15 million might not uh, be all that much money there if you want to, like, buy a house there. Let alone maintenance it, repair it, paint it, floor it. Sorry, it's just also, this has come from a, a homeowner's perspective. But worry not, I, uh, I'm i on the poverty line, and this house will be paid off in, like, 30 years. So that's how wealthy I am. You know, how much money do you think, you know, helping process the vaccine costs you think people are actually get paid to help other people no they get exploited and uh basically fucked with is what happens if you try to help people in this world that there's actually a to me a, it's a no money business to help people so you basically truly have to be altruistic in order to in order to really get away with it you know not that i'm jaded on it okay i'm a little jaded on it it is gross, though. Like, you know, like social workers. Like, they don't get... I don't even know what the average salary of a... Do you think Glassdoor accurately reflects the um, the salary of a social worker? I wonder. I wonder what their number is. Whoa! $52,000. Almost 53. Averaging at around 40-something? whoa 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 this is news to me i didn't know they're making 50 i didn't know you were making 50 for social worker did that go up did that go up holy shit i did not know that well, never mind. I was going to bash, you know, social workers. But, you know, it's still 52. I mean, they do a lot, though. Holy shit. I mean, still probably not enough money. It's never enough money for some of these fucking jobs. Be working every day for the fucking rest of my life. Ooh, just get a degree, Trevor. Just get a degree. I'll work out. It didn't. I got one. And biochemistry doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. It didn't work out. I've been replaced by fucking robots. I wonder if anyone else that does this just feels like you're constantly uploading blackmail and, like, bad press. Although I don't even know if you have to have much of a soul anymore in order to live in the real world. I don't think integrity ex exists anymore. So that's why I'm I'm more so like, yeah, just I'll just run my mouth. That just seems like a lot of fun. That's why I, I kind of side on, you know, going back to common and just being like, ah, fuck it. It's all a joke anyway, right? I guess I just want to have more of a message, you know? Maybe educate the people. 
at the end of the day, though, you just want to be making people laugh. I think that's the most important. And uh, if you could bring politics into it, I think it even makes it more, uh, I think it makes it more awesome, honestly. And I really don't believe there's much of a difference. Um, I feel like I'm going to get a lot of flack for saying that, but I mean, I did, you know, when you, when I, ha when I ha talk to my conservative friends, um, because the reason I'm not, you know, a Republican is because, well, <laughs> um, I don't know what Republicans uh, stand for. I, I don't even know what their platforms are anymore other than giving tax breaks to rich people and uh, basically lying to, to their base about a the reality of the world. Not that the Democrats don't lie about the reality of the world. Uh, see uh, Hunter Biden's laptop story. <laughs> That's a doozy of a tale. Um, and if you, you want to hear me talk more about Hunter Biden, um, like and subscribe and then leave a comment that says, yo, talk about that laptop. I, I heard about it, but I want to know more because um, it seems stupid and fun. And it is. It's a tale. But, uh, God, where was I talking about Hunter Biden's laptop and how that's just basically... Dude, they got him on 60, uh, 60 Minutes or one of those interview shows. He's been out of the limelight for God knows since the story landed. He just hasn't done anything. Uh, but when he was talking about it, they're like, is it your laptop? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Dude, you don't know if that's your computer? Well, did you have a computer stolen? Because if you did, then maybe it's your laptop. And that's the answer he gave. He's like, I don't know. It might be mine. I don't know. Was that your laptop? For real? I don't know. I know, but, but you know that's... Is, this I is really a... don't know okay. if the answer is. That's you don't know yes answer. or no if the laptop was I don't have any yours. idea. I have no idea. So it could have been yours. Of course, certainly. It, 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 there could be a laptop out there that was stolen from me. There could be that I was hacked. It could be that it was, the, that it was Russian intelligence. It could be that it was stolen from me. So what I know is it's Russian disinformation, even though he doesn't have like, any evidence at all that it is. <laughs> I love the Russia line whenever they just, like, spew Russia for, like, everything. They have, like, two options. Russia and culture war. People's lives are so bad right now. When they hear about the culture war, they just are, like, they're rolling their fucking eyeballs. Like, are you fucking kidding with this shit? I cannot pay my bills. Can we talk about why that is? And why Jeff Bezos made, like, an unprecedented amount of money during this pandemic? And could have paid every employee, like, $50,000 and still been, like pretty profitable shit horrifies me that's why it's hard to do comedy when you when you see how fucking poor the world is you know i didn't know i didn't know and i knew things are already bad before the pandemic so don't be like oh that's your privilege blah 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 so i mean like i grew i grew up in in the, the same house for for a long time we never really moved i think we moved you know one time when I was like four or five or six or something. And, uh, you know, never moved again. You know, we really didn't have to worry about paying, paying the rent. Dad had a steady job. Working at a semiconductor plant. And yeah, there are a few scares with layoffs, but he never, you know, he was always able to adjust his position and make the right moves, make the right calls. Saw the tea leaves 
and he got away unscathed when he retired, you know? So, you know, good on him. Shout out to dad. Thank you. Thank you for the roof, dude. But now, as a homeowner, now I worry a lot about money. Before I was renting, I didn't own it. But now I have an asset. We have an asset. And apparently those are very important, and the taxes about them are insane, and now we have to probably hire some guy for God knows another goddamn fee or fine. I don't know what it is. It's just, it's always another fucking bill after another, no matter how far you get, it's always another bill is going to come due. You got to somehow make even more money, and that is why I need to enter some different career other than fucking healthcare, because healthcare is just bullshit, unless you're going to be a doctor, but why would you want to, I wouldn't fucking be a doctor today. Uh, I'd rather just die poor rather than be a doctor. That, those those are the two options. I'd be like, well, I don't want to go, what, a million dollars into debt and then also get worked to death for basically not enough money a year. What does a doctor get paid? Is it 200000 Maybe less? Maybe more? Glass door. I can't believe I'm using you twice. I've really, I'm really thinking about money lately. Why do you think that is? Could, be, could it be crippling the crippling loan I got to pay back? to a U.S. bank. If they even have the loan anymore, they probably sold it already to fucking Wells Fargo or whatever big bank for, you know, whatever corrupt goddamn thing goes on in, in finance, which is an illusion if anyone followed the GameStop story. Of the doctor. Glassdoor. The average doctor kills himself at age 52. No, I'm just kidding. I just figure when you get worked to death, uh, you think about the end a lot more often than not. Um, let's see here. Mayo Clinic, 250. But does that mean you're good? I mean, I, I, I'm i starting to like believe less that just because somebody gets paid more means they're good at all. I think 146? Get out of town, bro. Get out of town with that. That's what it flashed on the screen. Now I got this like pop up now, but whatever. Whatever. I saw my information when it flashed. It said 146. So jokes on you, internet. And I'm not logging into my account right now. It's stupid. I don't know how to make. Okay, so I just hit the 30 minute mark only because you know right in front of me. Um, and. I don't know if to make these like 30 minutes or an hour. I think should I just like feel it out after 30 and just try to go minimum 30? I think a lot of people go hour. I don't think I've established myself enough in the community of uh, the internet to justify even a 30-minute dialogue. But um, I'm also worried that my Camtasia software is going to fuck up because I feel like every time I try to record and it goes past like 45 minutes, it just like just stops recording. So I kind of want to save this one because I thought it was pretty good um, for our first podcast. Um, even though they're supposed to suck, as they all say, like, yeah, the first thousand podcasts. I'm going to be one of those uh, podcasters, by the way, the one that has like, you know, like 2000 and like just still like ever, no one's ever heard of it before, which is the case for, I think, a lot of people. I think a lot of people's podcasts never get discovered. I think it's probably, for, you know, that's just a flooded market, though. I mean, it's just it's beneficial just as a company or anybody just to have a podcast because people can just 
specifically see what you're talking about if they're interested in what you're doing. And I think any company that doesn't have a podcast is out of their fucking mind. Unless, of course, they're corrupt and it, it would just not be good press at any caliber. Unless, of course, their podcast was, like, giving away money. If I was, like, you know, McDonald's or Amazon or Walmart or Facebook or Insta or any of these fucking companies, I would absolutely have a podcast that just gives back to the working class. I would get employees in and I would be like, also, we're going to give you, like, $10,000. We're going to pay off your loan. Uh, we appreciate your work here at the company. And I would just do that at least once a week and get three people in. I mean, that's that's how Amazon can win public favor back. They're like, yeah, they're just getting employees in and they're giving a lot of their money back. Although I don't know how you do that lottery. You can just do it at stores. I mean, uh, Kroger did it at our store where <laughs> I raised my hand uh, when they said our numbers were like low or hot. I don't even know. But I just wanted to interrupt the lady because I thought whatever she was saying during this once a year meeting was bullshit. I was just like, yeah, why, why is it that we have no hero pay, but you guys are, like, running ads for it? Like, she could give me a straight answer. It's just, like, she's the store manager, so I figured I might as well mess with her during this meeting. And she said, that's not true. We do plenty for our employees. And we we actually, we every quarter, um, somebody can win a car. I'm only pausing here because I want you guys to let that sit in when I asked, why aren't we getting hero pay? She said once a month or once every quarter, there is a chance for you to win a car. How about sell the fucking car, um, whatever it's worth, let's say $20,000, $30,000, and how about you give all of us like 20 bucks, you fucking dumb bitch? Hmm? Do you hear me, current store owner whose name I will not say because I don't want to defame characters? Because I still actively work there and I'm nervous. Although I do have a union, so do you think I'd be fine anyway? I don't know. Nothing of what I say is untrue, though. But um, I was asked to leave the meeting, which I gladly accepted to be uninvited from. She's like, Trevor, um, do you want to leave? And I said, is that an option? And she said, Yes. And I said, well, if I don't have to take the survey, then absolutely I will leave because I take the survey for how well Kroger's doing it every year. I give them one stars. And when it says, what are we doing wrong? I just type ha 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 like a psychopath for like 10 paragraphs because I do not believe they actually read those because if they did, somebody would have talked to me by now. Although recently, about a month ago, not because of those surveys, but because of all my writers I've been getting. Because I have a union, and so I can give attitude to customers that are rude to me. Hmm, surprise, I'm going to take that opportunity because I don't get fired. Um, I have just been trashing them relentlessly in these, talking about how people are almost dying because their antibiotics aren't ready, that nothing's ever ready, that when people come to pick up, I'm like, okay, let me go fill it right now for you because that's literally the best I can do. And that's honestly generous. Honestly, I should say like, like 7 p.m. at any time of the day. I should just be like, come back at like, at the, when we close, because it's not going to be ready anytime soon. That's more of a realistic answer. But because I go above and beyond, I try my best, and I try to get it out as fast as I can, but sometimes I can't, and sometimes I have to tell them the truth. And a lot of people that are trying to get their medication because it's not a fucking burger get upset because they need, don't, they need their medicine, and they, they think that I'm giving them attitude, which maybe I am, uh, but they're really more upset when I'm like, can you wait three hours? And they go, that's insane. Uh, let me talk to your manager. 
you're being very rude. And I go, um, I'm telling you the uh, truth, you piece of shit. And uh, then you get ridden up. And during all these write-ups, I don't even address the incident. I go like, uh, a customer said this about you. And I go like, I don't know which customer this is. Like in my write-up, I'm like, I don't know which customer this is. I'll probably get them for next week. That'd be fun. I don't know which customer this is. It could be 70, 80% of the people that come to pick up because nothing's ever ready. Um, because all of you higher-ups are just out-of-touch, overpaid losers who should all be fired for gross negligence, is what I basically said at the end of a paragraph. And uh, after one of those write-ups, I actually had somebody from HR come to me, and they're like, yeah, we've been reading your your write-ups. And I go, no way! People read those? I've written, like, 12 of those. Then again, maybe it's like podcasting. Maybe you just have to do a bunch before even one person takes notice. And she says, and I told her everything, and, and uh, we st- she uh, we stepped outside to talk about it, and uh, I specifically chose outside for one reason too. One because I didn't want to be inside. I like going outdoors at all times if I'm given the option, because I live in a cage uh, at Kroger. Um, and two, I-, I wanted to show her how bad things were, even from like the outside, and. I was just like, aren't you curious why this space is uh, so empty? And she goes, oh, why? I was like, this is where the cart return is. And there was not a single fucking cart there that we were standing. And there should be like probably like, I don't know, like two, like 150, 200 of those things. And not one was returned because they're so under fucking staffed. They literally have a fucking flyer. I'll see if I can take a picture of it and upload it. Um... But they actually have a picture that's like saying like it's hiring every department, every department from deli to floral to to pharmacy to to clerks to just every position you can possibly think of. They're hiring because all those mercenary apps like like Uber Eats and Postmates, um, I like to call them mer- like TaskRabbit or what have you. Like I, I call them mercenary apps because basically – they're, they're paying you more money, but they're also not going to give you health benefits, but they are going to pay you more money. And uh, to a lot of people, that's worth it because usually the healthcare coverage is shit anyway and, the, and a deductible that's going to break you even if you needed to get an operation of any kind of caliber. So they're like, you know what? As instead of being just fucked over and being told I have health benefits, even though clearly I don't, I'd rather just get paid 20, you know, 22, $25 an hour to drop off sandwiches or pick up people or fix somebody's toaster rather than be basically harassed every goddamn second of the day and overworked every step of the way with just not enough staff and a lot of rude customers. Why aren't people working here? Why aren't people applying? Because they fucking know it's awful and they probably worked there before because their turnover rate is like 50% or 100%. I don't know. I don't recognize some of the people I fucking work with now. 70% of the people there are gone. I've worked there for four years. People, People are fucking insane. If anyone, if this goes anywhere, if this is like going to come back to haunt me, I want everyone here to know that the people that are on Kroger are fucking insane and should be prosecuted for crimes against humanity. And I think they're giving those Chinese sweatshops a big fucking run for their money because it gets goddamn sweaty in there, you pieces of shit. And this is half the reason why I didn't want to do a podcast because I knew I was just going to end up being frustrated and just angry and stressed thinking about just my fucking life sometimes. Although, although I know it's better than most because um, I have an asset. This house right here, which uh, I will die in. I'm going to die here. I will die here. When I get to podcast, you know, 5002 with our 10 listeners, I will be like, guys, guys, guys. 
Listen, I know I have it better than most. I know I live in a house, but that doesn't mean you have to fucking hate me. I'm on your side. I really, truly fucking am. I mean, I just want to start polishing up a guillotine outside so many billionaires' office. Not to use it. I'm not calling for violence. I would never call for violence. It's wrong. When somebody's, you know, crippling you financially, don't resort to violence. Just tell them that they're bad and they should give back. Don't go outside of their place of business or their home or wherever they're at and start shining up a guillotine. And they're like, what are you doing over there? You're like, oh, you know, you're familiar with the French Revolution, you know, and, you know, people took way, way, way more than they should. And um, they started just lobbing off heads. And they're like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is a device they use. Isn't that interesting? Start shining it up real nice. Just like use that turtle wax, whatever you got to do to get, what do they call that part of the guillotine? Is it just the guillotine? This is the, the slicer thing. Got to get that thing shining. And they're like, can you use it? You're like, whoa, I would never call an act of violence. That's unspeakable. That is not right. But doesn't it look beautiful? Oh, it's so gorgeous. So shiny. <laughs> I think they did bring one outside of like Basis' home. They bought like a guillotine, which I mean, I think he already assumes like that's the general vibe. But you never know. Some of these people are so delusional and think so highly of themselves because they move boxes that well, the Amazon does more than move boxes. They they uh <laughs> they're the government i mean if you were to move right now uh you're updating your amazon address rather than telling the government where you're going like you really you're talking to amazon before the congress being like okay my change of address is i mean you might do the post office last you'll do like amazon first that's all that's fucking power man that's big power Well, I think that's, um, to me, that's enough blackmail that uh, I'd like to upload today. If this jeopardizes my job at Kroger and I get fired, I just want you to know, boy, oh boy, do I hope I qualify for unemployment because it probably pays about the same. Uh, guys, keep grinding, keep trying to follow politics, watch Rising News with Cigar and GD and Crystal or any kind of like Substack, you know, journalist. Most of them I, I read seem to be pretty okay. Uh, Glenn Greenwald will set you on the right track if you really want to get into politics. He'll point you to the right people. Um, Glenn Greenwald, if you don't know, broke the whole Snowden case and NSA. And, and I don't know. Some people find that boring. Watch this in four if you, know, you want to know more. And uh, other than that, I'm Trevor Skies. I hate Kroger. And have a great night.